0: Hey guys, welcome back to The Right to Remain Silent. Me and Mel are back together for this episode. It's gonna be such a treat for y'all, so just prepare yourselves for this amazingness. Yeah, so I guess I took a a mini vacation from the pod, but... I'm back. Hopefully you guys didn't miss me too much. <laughs> I missed you a ton.
1: We'll send like oh, moves yes. around when we were podcasting and like making all sorts of noise, and
0: you would never do such a thing. Ugh no, not not professional. She's... We take our podcast very seriously, in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's the way that we planned to
1: record quite literally forty minutes ago, but instead had a heart to heart.
0: That's just that's just the way things go. So how have you been? So I've been good. I am in the middle of my third week of working for a law firm in San Antonio and I have really enjoyed my time. The law firm I work at is primarily employment law and they are on the employer side so they represent corporations and businesses but it's more kind of like a full service firm so any transactional needs, a company needs, they'll take care of. And if it comes to litigation, they'll make sure that their needs are met as well. But yeah, I've, I've really liked it. I'm really enjoying my weekends now. And I can't believe that I have to work for the rest of my life after this. That's well, that's all I have to say about that.
1: Couldn't have said it better myself. I, my commute to work so quick. And the entire four minutes, I am so confused how... I have to do this for the rest of my
0: life with like a smile yeah. on my face and like a baby at home. Like I don't understand. No, like I don't get it. Our friends were texting today. they were talking about like, we're already so exhausted. Like when we get home from the workday and then we were just thinking about the future, like, Oh, what about when we have kids and like, we have to cook for them and bring them to soccer practice and do all these things. I'm like, I am going to need a full time nanny or something. No, because everyone it's just ridiculous.
1: Lit- okay, so I'm working at like a smaller, fir- like a small firm, but bigger than the firm Taylor's working at. It's like thirty, roughly thirty to forty attorneys, and all the younger associates have kids, and they all have like full time nannies, and it's insanity. It's ins- literally
0: insanity. How yeah. much? These I people mean, I guess that pay I guess nannies. that's what you have to do. Yeah, it's I, like. What else? Not, it's bring your kid to work day every day. Yes, actually, to feed themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, one of the associates brought her daughter to work this morning because she forgot her computer at the office, so she had to come quickly. Aww. But it it was kind of fun. Like, I would love everyone could like bring their infant every day, like as like a like a nice joyful moment in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay.
0: Yeah, so, the transition
1: has been blah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it's it's a little different. How are you liking your firm and what kind of work are you doing?
1: I like my firm. I like the people. Obviously, Mm -hmm. we're keeping where we're working private, but the kind of work that I've been doing is a lot of research. I have a background in tax. so I've been doing a lot of tax research. We do a lot of tax planning, trust and estates, trade like transactional stuff for closely held businesses. And it's been really nice. I like the work I like that there's a little bit of everything so you get to like specialize in everything like it's not just one line of work um so I really have liked that and it's less corporations and more like closely held businesses and family trusts that we're dealing with which makes the work a little bit more personal which is nice Mm -hmm. because you're dealing with people and like not huge corporations uh but my clerkship program has been nice Um, it's just a huge transition. Like it's just like a lot of stress pressure that you put on yourself to perform correctly. And it's like, all of a sudden you're being expected to like, basically work in a foreign language that you're allegedly supposed to be being prepared for, but you're not like you feel so unprepared.
0: Exactly. And I think one thing about going into any summer clerkship or associateship after your 1L is that they know that you know nothing, but you're still gonna feel guilty and bad when you know nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of just like a little adjustment because I guess in law school, like we study so we know what's on the test. But when you get your job, your job doesn't necessarily pertain to exactly what you were learning in law school. So you can be asked to do things In areas of the law that you didn't learn your first year and so it's kind of just like learning on the fly and asking a bunch of questions and just like really using your resources westlaw even google like whatever you have to do taylor and
1: i obviously aren't working in big law and i think it's been interesting to hear like from our friends that are in big law how different it is to work in big law as a clerk and i'm sure as an associate Um, so I think it's nice to know, like, if you know you want to work at a smaller firm, there's plenty of opportunities to do such. And that even if your school pushes big law, like there's all sorts of opportunities and choosing not to do a big fancy clerkship at big law doesn't like mean that you're crazy.
0: Do with that information what you will. Yeah, But that is our two cents based off our experiences so far and our friends. But I think overall we are enjoying the areas we are working in mm-hmm. and enjoying our firms so i do i
1: do like the firm and i do like the people but yeah the work anxiety is beyond <laughs> the okay, imposter yeah. think, syndrome
0: yes mm-hmm. okay sorry yeah, but i think that will die down once we become more educated in what mm-hmm. we want to do so i agree so that's that. That's our little spiel on what's been up with us. Today marks our first episode for a new series that we're taking off. And it's going to be all about how to prepare and get ready for your first year of law school this fall. Or whatever you're, you're going into. But you did it. You made it. You got accepted. Oh my gosh. Good job. We're so
1: proud of you. The LSAT is over. <laughs> And life as you know it is about
0: to change. Yeah, don't get too comfortable because, okay, well, I I shouldn't be so negative, right? No, I'm in a negative <laughs> mood
1: today. I
0: understand. <laughs> like, as much as you can take a deep breath, yay, yeah, you made it to law school. But like, it you only gets worse. Actually do law school. <laughs> Literally. So like, congratulations, you get to suffer for another three years. In a way you've never been challenged before. Yay! Yep. So on that positive note, (laughs) today we are going to talk about some different resources that we think can be helpful for utilizing over the summer before your first year in law school. I guess we can just start off with something that was recommended to me quite frequently, which was reading different books, not necessarily on like the classes you take or the content of your law school classes, but overall just getting ready for law school and essentially like how to change your mindset from like a college student to a law student. And so a book that I read that I think was helpful for kind of transitioning my mind into a new way of thinking was getting to maybe and I hated that book (laughs) what okay okay well we can discuss so I thought the book was interesting because I don't come from a family of lawyers and to be honest I really didn't know what the heck being a lawyer even really looked like And so I think that was a good book to kind of introduce me to the way that you have to think about problems as a lawyer. And I'm not necessarily saying the book is perfect, but I also didn't finish the book, so I can't like... It's a dense read. It's a dense read. It's a dense read. And you really got to slow down to think about what's being said. But I will say the first few chapters or whatever, I think I read like half of it. But I think that they, like, <laughs> I think it really helped me, like, like, think. Like, I don't know. Usually I just read books for enjoyment. And so, like, even just reading a book that wasn't, like, solely for enjoyment, like, freaking Calling Hoover <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think that was, in itself, just a good change to, like, get myself to, like, slow down and start paying attention to the words on the page and, like pick up reasoning and things like that. So I would say that book helped me for that reason. But Melanie, is there something else that you read that you <laughs> think is better? Um, <laughs> no,
1: I, I actually think that so for those of you that aren't familiar with getting to maybe it is, I think it's been around for a while. Like, I think that that's a very normal book for people to be recommended. It's about like how to master law school exams, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it just teaches you how to think. And now the reason I might not have liked it was I read it over Christmas break, like already into law school. And at that point, like I had failed, no, I didn't fail like a class, but I had like tried <laughs> and failed and then learned the right thing to do. And trial so, and error. Yes. Trial and trial error. And error. Didn't I didn't fail anything, but I had like figured it out on my own. So maybe it wasn't as useful to me then but I think maybe reading it before you get to law school is super helpful. and could be super helpful just to learn how it's less like learning how to think like a lawyer and learning how to answer a law school exam. I feel Mm -hmm. like like it's like the way to study and read your case books throughout the semester to better prepare for the exam. So that's really helpful. So maybe like, choosing to read it for law school would have been way more helpful but I I said this on our episode our reddit rapid fire episode but I read the law school confidential book I didn't finish that either but I read a lot of it and even just to skim like it was very easy easy digestible chapters about what like school what law school is like what are the normal classes that you take your 1L year and then it like gives a little synopsis on like torts and just like bite-sized chunks of information to fill in a little bit of like the vast unknowns that you're walking into, how to read Mm -hmm. like a case book, or that was a lot of how I like, that was a lot of the way I I studied. I got from that book, like for instance, buying commercial supplements. I learned, I didn't know what that was until I read that book, how to breathe, roughly like what a brief is and then you kind of adapt your own way which will be an episode in its own but just like bite-sized chunks so that you don't feel completely lost and I feel like that's the extent of supplemental information about law school
0: that you really need before you start yeah I don't think you really need I would agree because also like everything past the extent that's covered in Any sort of book like that is going to depend on the school you go to and the atmosphere and the classes and yada, yada, yada. So, yeah, I would say, like, as far as, like, the experience and, like, not feeling like you're just drinking from a fire hose the minute you get there, those things can be helpful. But, obviously, you're still going to know nothing. Like, that's inevitable. Like, you're going to, okay, you're going to be drinking from the fire hose no matter how much you try to prepare. But... So, I think that those
1: kinds of resources, specifically books to prepare you for an, like something that you literally can't be prepared for, is simply for people like Taylor and I, and I'm assuming if you're listening to this episode, someone like you, that is just worried about the large extent of unknowns. And it just gives you an ability to wrap your arms around what might be coming, less like putting you ahead of others. Like I don't think that right. reading any of those things are going to put you ahead of the pack. I think it's more making you feel a little bit more comfortable about like the great unknown that's coming.
0: Yep. Well said. Well said, Melanie. Okay. So we also have some advice if you're like crazy or just like hella anxious and need a peace of mind for the content that you're about to get into for your one L because Every book, well, almost every book, most books that pertain to the classes you will have your first year, torts, civ pro, contracts, property, crim, I don't even know what else I'm forgetting, all the good stuff, will have supplements either by the author of your textbook or just some other commercial supplement that is just mass produced. I used, and, I used the manuals. I
1: have them for all of them. That was my. Yeah. I have
0: a, I have a of few choice. of those too. Cool. And if you just ask older students at your school or even just like look on Reddit or Amazon and go through the reviews, those are just as helpful, but finding good supplements for each of your classes Or the ones that you feel like you might need a little extra help in. Which is kind of hard to say now. But reading those ahead of time. Before your classes start. So you're already familiar with the law. And so that way when you're trying to read the cases. You kind of already know what the case is trying to figure out. And why you're even reading it. But that's if you're like trying to be crazy and like smash your 1L which you can smash your 1L by not doing that still but if you just like want to just hate your summer you can do that and you can also you know look up crash course videos on YouTube or like look up the causes of actions under tort law or like the elements of a contract civ pro I don't know how you prepare for that because I don't even know how I got through that class, but it still haunts me to this day, but... literally. I think that that,
1: that's an extreme... Like, that's just extreme preparation. We didn't do Mm -hmm. that. I don't know anyone that did that. Um, No. But maybe just even, like, buying the supplements, like, you could do that with your time to prepare. Yeah. I also think
0: that... That's just as helpful. Yeah, I think that... Not just as helpful, but, like... It's one step closer,
1: (laughs) yeah. I also think um, along the lines of the preparing for law school um, with, like, the books we discussed is, like, getting, like, surrounding yourself by law school stuff. And this sounds so dumb, but I promise, like, watching TikToks of people in law school, Law School Day in the Lives, YouTube, like, seeing what... Mm -hmm your life is going to look like or seeing the options of how people choose to study, where they choose to study, what their routine's going to look like or what their routine looks like and how that's going to apply to your life. I remember that like I would scroll through law school TikToks during the summer because I was literally scared shitless and it gave yeah. me a semblance of like some peace to watch and know that these people like had a life and they were gonna they were just fine and also just to kind of start to understand what my life was gonna look like in two months. It Mm -hmm. was nice to watch little bites or like people's tips or people's like quick little necessities was nice just to put me at ease. I felt like that sort of material was easy. I this is crazy. I literally watched law school's orientation recordings on YouTube. Like not even Baylor. Okay, that's weird. That is <laughs> I was just, I'm judging you for that. I was so scared. Like I didn't know <laughs> I just didn't know what I was just terrified. I didn't know no, what we yeah, were going to do.
0: But I, mean, I, I'm I didn't sure study this supplement. If I knew that last summer If I knew that there were orientation videos online, I I probably would have watched them too. Yeah. Like
1: I, yeah. mm -mm. But I think that along with that is another great tip for preparation. And that would be enjoy your summer and be a kid because Mm -hmm. it's over. (laughs) After that, like take it from us. We're doing our summer clerkships. Obviously we had a break before, Like we had a break after school finals ended and before our job ended or before our job started. But that was like a small little summer break and you'll never get a summer without responsibilities again. And so really enjoy it, get a good sleep schedule and be with family. Like don't take it for granted and don't spend your entire summer freaking out about law school. Like you have to be in a good mental space when you start because when you start, like, you are really knocked down. So you need to really be good to go when you start so that you can be tough. Which mm-hmm. sounds so yeah, negative. I would agree.
0: No, but-, but I would agree. And it, it's something that, like, almost every professor or any lawyer that has gone through this process will tell you when you ask them, what should I do before you know, starting law school that summer before, and they'll say nothing. Don't do anything. Like, so many people told me that, but I kept fighting it. I was like, I need to do something. I need to do something. And so, I mean, I did do a few things, but I mean, I wasn't, like, memorizing the freaking constitution or anything like that. Like, no. Not, okay, you also don't need to even do that. that. No, no, no. But anyways, like, just, just trying to make a point here, but yeah like really just emphasizing what Mel said like really try to enjoy your summer and I know it's stressful thinking about how much pressure you're going to be putting on yourself this fall in a couple months but just live your life just try to enjoy yourself as much as possible because you're going to be very short on free time, especially in the beginning of one L with that learning curve and just adjusting to your new lifestyle. So,
1: yeah. And I think that
0: preparation
1: is key. Like, obviously you can't prepare for the material. I mean, I guess to an extent with like Taylor's crazy read the supplement, but I think (laughs) that like maybe control the parts that you can, like if you're moving to a new apartment, make sure that like you have everything in line to have your house ready to go when school starts because or your apartment because when school starts like you don't want to be living in like a half empty house like you hit the ground running you need to have everything set up like you need to know
0: yeah wait like to to interrupt here on purpose don't be like our friend joseph who is on here (laughs) a while ago who still doesn't have any furniture like enjoy enjoy your home that you come home to at the end of your law school day
1: like yeah. have a couch yeah no no no. <laughs> we love you joseph but like i just don't know how he does that um yeah, yeah like, like just props no, to him because i couldn't just, especially because i think in law school like your space is so sacred and so or at least maybe that's just me being like more of a homebody like when i come home from law school like i want to be in an apartment that makes me feel good motivates me like is clean tidy put together and that's like the kind of preparation that you can do in the summer like moving to where you're moving or making sure that if you're staying where you were, like, if you're not moving for law school, that everything has a place that you know where you're going to study. Like you're going to, you want to do all those things that you keep telling yourself you're going to do, but you haven't done yet Mm -hmm. because you think you don't have time for those now. Like just wait, doing like laundry is like a, is hard Mm -hmm. to do because anytime you have free time, you want to like sit on the couch and like do nothing
0: yeah you're gonna have to make yourself do those things
1: so better to practice now i think it's small things like that that set you up for success even though they're like totally not law school related that is what's going to help you succeed and i think along with that is getting into a healthy routine of like knowing quick meals you can cook i was really bad about this i'm still bad about this I like hate cooking and there were never things I could like easily whip up. And in law Mm -hmm. school, like at some point financially, you can't be like eating it all the time, but also for your health. I also think like getting into a routine of working out, like that's great for your brain. And if you're already in that routine Mm -hmm. before you start law school, odds are you're going to prioritize that when you start law school. Um, And that's also really good just to succeed. I think the summer is – you want to build a foundation of the person that you want to be so that like when you present yourself at law school, you're like the best possible version that you could be. And you're prepared for anything at that point. And I think a lot of that could be work that you do in the summer on yourself
0: to prepare. Definitely. And also this is definitely like a smaller point, but just setting yourself up for success aside from that like strong foundation of like healthy habits Is just allowing or just taking the steps to make sure you're set up for success for when you start law school. Like if you know you like to use like a specific notepad to take notes, like get five of them. Like make sure you have all of your highlighters, your pens, your pencils, anything that you think you could need in law school, like school supplies-wise, just go ahead and get it and have it ready because you never know like what you're gonna need that those first few weeks and the last thing you're gonna want to do is run to Target or something to go pick up school supplies in the middle of your first week of law school like you're gonna be drained. And something that I did last summer that I highly recommend to anybody doing like any sort of bulk purchase for law school supplies is save them on your Amazon and wait for the Amazon Prime Day because everything is so discounted and you can get a ton of stuff for super cheap. So that's a good hack. So just be thinking about it. I don't know when it is. I think you it's do in that, July. You can do
1: that for house stuff too. I did that for my house. Yeah, and I made a big, let me see, I, was, I think it's in July as well, like maybe the end of July. Yeah.
0: So I think that's like another good, easy, practical way to prepare for law school because... You know, you need, you know, you need that stuff. So you might as well just get it now during the summer and not stress about it and be like, Oh my gosh, I need a new highlighter because this one sucks. or I don't know. Just random stuff that you don't want to be worrying about anything like that mm-hmm. during your first week. All you want to be worrying about is just getting comfortable with your new routine. So yeah. Amazon that's, that's Prime a little mini, Day mini
1: hack. is July 11th and maybe... Oh. We can make an Amazon shopping list of our favorite law yes. school things, and we can make that accessible. Definitely, I'm not sure where, yeah. but we'll work on that. Oh, and maybe if you're listening to this episode, and we make it, we'll put it in like the show notes. It might just not be when we post this; like, it might be later that we put it in the show notes,
0: and we'll, we'll post make sure it gets y'all. Don't you worry? Don't you worry. Yeah, we'll I will mean, take care of you guys. When did we ever let you down? Yeah, if there's
1: one <laughs> thing about me, it's like I'm gonna figure out how to get an Amazon product out there. So that'd be yeah. that'd be nice. I'm a big Amazon girl. No, it's a problem for me. I shouldn't be Amazoning. Hey guys. Hey guys. It, Taylor and I wanted to pop in here and just remind y'all to support the podcast in whatever way that you can. Taylor, tell them how they can do that.
0: You can Venmo us. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> no, you can follow us on Spotify. Regularly listen and tune in for our episodes that come out every other Thursday, as you know. And of course, tell a friend. Follow us. Oh yeah, tell a friend. Almost. Tell a
1: friend. Tell a friend. She's bad back we're
0: back okay anywho and you can of course follow us on tiktok at rtrs podcast and get ready for an instagram launch soon (gasps) because it's coming Chris, the millennials i know no what are we called look at us we're the zillennials no we're we're the zillennials because we're like the in-between age Mm -hmm. okay good to know good to know that concludes our first episode in our preparing for law school series to come will be episodes on how to write how to write a brief outlining i don't know preparing for finals all of the good stuff and if you have any requests or suggestions send them our way
1: yeah wait, do the thing